Ah, our lovely climate, from tropical to polar, arid to damp, and all that just right temperate in between. It comes in all flavors and has been constantly changing since the very birth of our planet Earth. Um, this must be some sort of mistake. I booked a trip back in time, not to another planet. Oh, this is what the Earth looked like four and a half billion years ago. So unrecognizable. It's super hot and molten all over. Just look, entire oceans of magma. It'll take almost a billion years for our planet to take its solid form. Ah, what was that? A meteorite? Yeah, they were frequent visitors to Earth back then. That's why it couldn't get a chance to solidify. You can also thank a huge Mars-sized object for crashing into our planet and forming the moon at this time. Why is it so hard to breathe? Ah, there's no oxygen in the atmosphere yet. It's mostly just helium and hydrogen during these early Earth days. No wonder I see no wildlife whatsoever. Does anyone have an umbrella I could borrow? I feel like all this rain would be enough to fill an ocean. Oh yeah, it did just that 3.8 billion years ago. The rain came from those clouds over there, the first ones in the history of Earth. They formed because the planet eventually began to cool down, allowing water to go from a gas to a liquid state. I never thought I'd say this, but I'm excited to see all these bacteria here. It's a sign the Earth is becoming a suitable place for living creatures. But I still can't breathe normally because the atmosphere is extremely toxic 3.5 million years back. At least these early microorganisms will fill the atmosphere with oxygen over the next 2 billion years. Hey, it's getting colder. Around 2.5 billion years ago, the Huronian glaciation starts. As oxygen fills the atmosphere and replaces methane, it can't trap heat as well. It's the oldest ice age we know of, and the Earth's surface is frozen solid. There's also mass extinction of bacteria and single-celled organisms that can't live under the new conditions. 2 billion years ago, the ozone layer starts to form. It not only protects the planet from the sun's harmful radiation, it also warms this planet up a bit. The Earth explodes with life, which moves from the oceans to the land over the next billion years. Trilobites, crustaceans, and eventually… Dinosaurs! Run! Quick, let's hide in that cave over there. About 200 million years ago, these giant reptiles appear, and they'll rule the planet for the next 175 million years. The climate during their rule is pretty hot and humid. There are no polar caps at this time. They've melted, which causes a rise in global sea levels. From 100 to 65 million years ago, the planet goes through so many changes. The single landmass is breaking apart into the continents we have today. The climate is becoming more regional and seasonal, cold at the poles and warmer toward the equator. The biggest change, though, has to be the end of the dinosaurs. Poor guys. 55 million years ago, something similar to today's global warming trend takes place. Carbon dioxide builds up in the atmosphere, and the global temperature reaches to a toasty 73 degrees Fahrenheit. I must say, the Earth is such a beautiful place with no trash and plastic and neon signs. Hey, what's that fern doing out there? Ah, the famous fern that cooled the planet, Azolia. 49 million years ago, it starts flourishing in the Arctic, munching on the planet-warming greenhouse gas carbon dioxide. 
For the next 2 million years, life on Earth is like a roller coaster, with temperatures going up into a hothouse and down into an ice age. By the way, I have a question for you. Would you rather spend one year in a super hot or super cold environment? Let me know down in the comments. Anyway, I'm gonna fast forward a bit through time. Let's turn on the boosters. Woo! Don't crash into that rock! Whoa, was that a mammoth? Faster, let's get out of here. Ah, made it to the Ice Age that started 2.5 million years ago. The average temperature is about 12 degrees colder than it is today. In these conditions, snow doesn't melt during what is now summer in the northern parts of the world. Ice covers present-day Europe, Asia, North and South America, and of course, Antarctica. There are even glaciers on mountaintops in Hawaii and Africa. And what's that beast over there? Oh, that's a giant short-faced bear. They thrive just beyond the ice-covered areas. Can I borrow that umbrella again? Thanks. I guess I'll need it for a while. In the period between 120,000 and 30,000 years ago, it rains cats and dogs, and maybe mammoths too. Even the Sahara becomes wet and fertile. Look at all those lakes, swamps, and rivers. Yep, it's another warming. And where are all these people going? By the way, I'm excited to finally meet some Homo sapiens. They must know something I don't yet. Hey buddy, what's going on? Oh, it's getting colder again? I see. They're moving in search of a better and warmer life. Around 26,000 years ago, the ice starts to spread yet again. It's dubbed the last glacial maximum. Another 12,000 years go by, and I no longer need a sweater. Temperatures in the northern Atlantic region rise to pretty much today's levels. It's a warm and humid period before the start of the Holocene. Now, the Holocene is the name of the current geological epoch. It started 11,700 years ago. What's that dripping on my head? Oh yeah, ice sheets in North America and Europe start melting at this time. Without that many glaciers, the Earth starts looking completely different. Forests replace tundra in Europe, so don't be surprised to see all these cute forest animals here. Let's see what's happening in Africa. Between 7,500 and 3,500 BCE, the latest African humid period ends. What was recently a lush oasis in the Sahara now becomes the arid desert we know today. And look, those guys over there must be picking land for the first Egyptian pyramid. I wonder what's going on in America at this point. In 3000 BCE, the western part of the present US is going through some big changes. It's a wet and colder period that helps fill the lakes of the Great Basin and refill the springs that had previously dried out. I think I can see something in the air. Ash? Uh-oh, it's a volcanic eruption! Mount Vesuvius explodes, and some other major volcanoes wake up at this time as well. It means I've just found myself in the cold epoch of the Bronze Age. Temperatures are particularly low in the North Atlantic region from 1800 to 1500 BCE. It doesn't get any warmer in the Iron Age cold epoch, lasting from 900 to 300 BCE. Hey, they called it cold for a reason. Ah, finally. My thermometer is showing that it's warming up again. Between 250 BCE and 400 CE, the North Atlantic and Europe enjoy unusually warm weather. One ancient historian even wrote that date trees start growing in Greece at this time. 
Anyway, back on track, I can sense something in the air. Ash again? And is that lava? Run! In the year 535, another volcanic eruption, this time in the tropics, causes another crazy temperature drop. It's the most severe one the Northern Hemisphere has seen in the last 2,000 years. But then again, guess what? It's getting warm again. Man, this climate just can't make up its mind. The sun gets stronger and more active, the volcanoes decide to take an extended nap, and ocean currents change direction a bit. All this starts the medieval warm period that lasts in the North Atlantic region between 950 and 1250 CE. One thing I realized on this climatic journey, you should never keep your sweater too far away. I'll definitely need it to survive the little ice age that starts somewhere around 1300 and goes until 1850. It's called little because it isn't exactly as extreme as the previous ones. But still, some intervals of it are pretty tough. A lot of things happened in the world since 1850. But in climate history, it's all been pretty stable so far. But I'm sure you've heard that it's going on the warmer end. Do you remember how beautiful and huge glaciers used to look? Well, the temperatures are rising, especially in the Arctic. The polar caps are shrinking, deserts are expanding, sea levels are rising, and all of this is happening because of greenhouse gases. I hope we'll figure out a way to solve this problem. I don't know if I can take another really hot period. Whew. Hey, if you learned something new today, then give the video a like and share it with a friend. And here are some other cool videos I think you'll enjoy. Just click on the left or the right one, and remember, stay on the bright side of life!